1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
0: Hello and welcome to the next edition of MTV. I am your host, Hollywood restaurant, and with my dad, BK Bob Kelly, if this is your first time listening to us, we thank you for tuning in. Make sure you hit that like button and that subscribe button. That's still the best way to get us out there. I mean, we're we're trying to get out there in a major way. So, uh, BK, how you doing tonight, man?
1: Good, man. Good. It's good. Good to be back talking some C's, man. I feel like we've been so wrapped up in football and like all this other stuff, man, that we haven't really hit our stride with the seas yet this season. But man, it's 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 been it's been going good, man. For them.
0: Yeah, I mean, I always, I always feel like this time of year we I said we get back into this and then next thing you know, we get a bunch of new eyeballs that hadn't seen us before, even though the football content is really good, but for some reason, you know, the basketball is where it brings people in for for, for whatever reason, outside the UFC stuff that we've done as as well. So, uh, yeah, hey, listen, stay, stay tuned because we, <laughs> I said, this, this next month or so, we're going to ramp it up. We're going to give you some Celtics stuff. We're going to give you some Bruins stuff. And even though they... <laughs> They haven't done much. We're going to talk Red Sox eventually, too. But, like I said, tonight, tonight is good vibes because your, your boss is yeah, something yeah. Currently, currently stand at 45-12. and 12. Not only are they first in the East, but they are first in the NBA overall. They are currently on a eight-game win streak, as we record this on a Monday night. They face, by the time this comes out, they'll be facing in Philadelphia, and then they have Dallas and Golden State this week, but we'll talk about that. As the show progresses, but man, eight, eight games in a row, um, you know, I was worried about maybe them coming out kind of slow after the All Star break. Like that hasn't happened, but just speak to you know what you've seen so far from them. As we are two thirds, or at least I no, don't, not two thirds, or more about three fourths through the season. Just you know, who has who has been the biggest act, act, act X factor? If I can get that out, of my if I if I could talk, if I could talk, okay, who, who has been the biggest X factors for you so far?
1: I mean. I, I, there's only one answer, right? There's only one answer to this question, man. That's that's Porzingis. What what he has don't brought to, to this go. team, man. Uh, I know, I know. There's 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 a lot of like Song and there's a lot of guys who have have become X factors this year. Mm. But in my opinion, the reason for all of that, man, is Porzingis in the middle of that offensive rotation. He he changes everything for this team. He makes them so versatile and and has just opened up so much ball movement for this team. His his efficiency rates are just astronomically better than we thought they were gonna be. You know, like that was our biggest positive coming in when we when we found out we were getting Porzingis was like, bro, the efficiency is just gonna is gonna take off for this team because of what he's gonna bring to it. I didn't think it would be like this, man. Did you?
0: So I I gotta give Mike credit because Mike's the one who initially brought this up on our show. I think all of us were like, no way. Like, what are you, what are you thinking? And I think it's because we were so because we had dealt with so many injury ridden big men or just even players in general, that we were just like, no, like I I don't I, we don't we don't we don't want to see that. We don't need any more of that. Let's just stick with what we have and then just see if guys continue to grow, continue to develop. So kudos to the front office kind of so Brad Stevens, Mike Zaren, Austin Ainge, Steve Pellyuka and the crew. You know, shout out to them for thinking, hey, we, we have a chance to go get this guy. We may have to part with a player that, you know, we don't really want to part with. But at the same time, if it's going to make us exponentially better, not, not, a, you know, lin, you know, not linear growth, but exponential growth, you know, you, you, you do it. You take the chance. And yeah, he's been every bit of what they've asked for and, and more. But, to, but answer, to answer your question, no, I, I didn't expect it. For me, it's the guy that I've been clamoring for since he got here. And, and it's Derek White. <laughs> he Derek Derek White. Yep. yep. Like I said, I, I will continue to take a victory lap until you know he's not on the team anymore. And that dude has been lethal. He he has been lethal and he he kind of hit him a lull kind of towards the beginning of this month, but going into the all-star break, he started to catch fire again. He was great the other night in New York. He was great in that game of Chicago as well. His his confidence was shooting a three point shot. His defense has been incredible. That block that he had on Vucevich the other night, I said, Oh right. my God. I was like, a dude being 6'4, 6'5 and blocking a guy that's 6'10 like that, that, that was, that, that was crazy. So I just, to me, he, he he's always going to be that. I love what Drew Holiday's been able to do as well. Like, obviously, I, he's been a big X factor than Derek White, but defensively, he's been, he's answered the bell time and time again. He continues to blow up plays on a defensive end, so yeah, that backcourt as a whole has been expected X factor. But like I said I'm always going to pick Derek White. But like I said any anyone that says Porzingis or agrees with about the Porzingis thing is, is not wrong. He has been the curveball that Brad was talked about. He's been the curveball that Joe Mazzulla's talked about. So I'm glad that he's here. Once again, <laughs> do I miss Time Lord and and Smart at times? Sure, but I mean I, I enjoyed. Um, them on the team, we know they, there was times when they drove me crazy, especially Marcus. But I mean, we can't argue with the results right now. And once again, men lie, women lie, <laughs> Num- numbers don't. You
1: know. Well, and, and you know what else? You know what else doesn't lie is the injury report. And oh, I don't know if you've seen the Grizzlies injury report and the Trailblazers injury report crazy, all year, crazy. but there's been two names that have constantly been on those lists: mm-hmm. Marcus yep. Smart and Robert Williams. Yeah, so, so, you know, we we right, people can sit here and clamor away about it. bro. It it was A plus moves on both parts, Drew and Porzingis, man. What what they have brought to this team have been it, it's just it's it's a stabilization of the offense, is really what it is. You know what I mean? Like there's there's a few times the past eight game winning streak where there were moments it was everything that we were looking for and asking for yeah. these past three years. You know what I mean? Where it's like the ball movement, man, is so crisp, and 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 the amount of times that they make that extra pass to get that open shot versus just driving the lane or or doing whatever, man, is 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 like a dream come true compared to past years. Like I, I hope it keeps up. But I don't see any reason why it won't. You know what I mean? I, I, based off of the efficiency stats and like all these different things, man, it's just this team, this team seems like they got it so far.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, that, I mean, that's the, that's the eyeball. And once again, listen, last year's team was, was awesome. And many, many, mm-hmm. many Brogdon was awesome. Rob went healthy, was, was awesome. But like I said, it matters when you're not playing four and five at times. It matters. Sometimes it was even three on five because teams would sag off of Rob. They would sag off Marcus, and then once again, Brogdon is as good as he was at times. Once that shoulder, you know, was was compromised, you know, he he wasn't the same guy. So you know that 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 matters. So I don't know. It's just like the, the eye test alone, and you kind of tell you kind of saw within the first ten games too. I felt like you know sometimes I think we were we were being cautiously cautiously optimistic about how it would unfold, but, like, look at the first game of the season against New York. Porzingis comes in there and scores 30 the first night. (laughs) Hits that big three to put him up, you know, three with like a minute, a minute left. And you're like, wow. Like, he's never been this wide open. Tatum has never been, you know, this wide open. So, JB (laughs) has never been this wide open. So, it's just like, the spacing is there. More importantly, the trust is there. And as JB said the other night, this is the most disciplined team I've ever been on. That says a lot. And once again, it's it's, it's, not, it's, yeah. it's, not, it's not it's not. And once again, it could be a shot to Marcus. It could be a shot to Rob. It could be a shot to the, the Kyrie led teams. But it it is what it is. But I, I have to do a quick aside because I, I saw a post and I forgot who posted it. So forgive me for for someone who posted it on 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 Twitter. Um, it was it was talked about the Celtics being favorites the last several years. And, you know, I, I gave, I won't say what I said word for word because I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> but <laughs> it was all <cold>. like, <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine what I said, but I was like, it was like, oh, wait, like they were second and the second favorite or the third favorite or fifth. And I want to reiterate. And once again, we, we're a green team. So of course, we're going to hype up certain players that we should hype up. But now that, now that we're removed from it, I want to be clear, right? We were relying on the corpse. Of Kemba Walker, the likes of Romeo Layford, a young, a younger Grant Williams, right at the time, Tremont Waters, right. We talked about this before on the show. Like these are guys that were considered to be key rotation pieces <laughs> on a team that was supposed to contend. How can y'all yeah. think yeah. this? Jalen Brown of been spoiled. When I'm like, once again, they be- the best team they've had until maybe this year was the 2018 2019 team. And, and Gordon Hayward didn't want to come off the bench. He he said, "I I did, I still I still can go." Now once again, I he he's, he's proven that he can still play a little bit. I don't know what he's doing on the OKC at the moment, but when you can still get sixteen a night, you know, off the intro he had, that's not bad. But he 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 still was trying to prove himself on that max deal when he got here. But I I just want to I just want people to pump the brakes. Like I want you to look at the rosters before building this narrative about what Boston had. Because once again, there's only really two years where. They should have blew you out the water. That was twenty twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, and then obviously we should have won the finals a few years ago. But once again, mentally or as we say, as as, as as our as, as you know, the championship DNA, <laughs> which just 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 was just wasn't there, unfortunately. So, but like I said, we're, we're we're looking for better days ahead. Come you know, come April, May, and June. So I want to go back a few. Hopefully,
1: hopefully June.
0: Yeah, hopefully June. Right. Plus, there's more money in my pocket too. <laughs> hey. Right, but so I want to go back a few weeks ago because like I said, we haven't done a selfish show in a while. So I I want to touch on what happened at the deadline. So they make two small moves, bringing over Xavier Tillman from Memphis, bringing over Janice Springer from Philadelphia. So, you know, Springer's only 21 years old. Tillman's only 25. So they fit the timeline of this team. So do you think that they make an impact right away or was this really a move for next season and beyond, in your opinion?
1: Wow. I think it's next season beyond. and I think it's more depth than anything. It, it seems like you know it, it, they're not expecting either of these two guys to make any kind of serious impact on this team. And I think if they do, things went really wrong. that's that's where I'm at with those two. You know, i I think that they definitely can make an impact, you know, if they get the playing time. But I just don't see a path for either of them to significant playing time in like crunch time minutes or in the playoffs. I just, I just don't see it happen. Like you said, man, this isn't the days where Tremont Waters and, and, and guys like that are playing significant minutes on this team. You know, like I mean, even guys like you know Hauser struggling to find minutes at times. You know, Cornett's struggling to find minutes at times. So mm-hmm. for anyone or like Brissett, I, I trust Brissett more than those two guys as well. But even he's struggling to find minutes at times. So it's like when when you get guys that are that talented, and they're struggling to find minutes. It's really tough to see guys that were on less talented teams a couple of weeks ago struggling to find minutes. It's, it's it's tough to see that. But like I said, if if they're forced into that opportunity, I think that they can you know stay afloat for a few games. I think especially Springer, I really like his game. But other than that, you know, I don't I don't see much from those two men. And I like I said, if if we do, I think something went wrong personally yeah.
0: well, I mean, I mean, I, yeah, because that I means obviously, something that means someone got hurt and they have to do, they have to send the time, right? I mean, for those that you know, and, and this has been on every Celtics show just about, so we're not giving you anything new unless you uh miss those shows and you turn into war. So thank you. Tillman was great last year in the playoffs against the Lakers in the first round. You know, looking no further than his game two performance last year when he had twenty three and twelve. So he's capable of having those type of moments. He reminds me of a. Of a paul Millsap type guy Millsap obviously was a better shooter the rebound obviously you know Millsap was all-star in this league for for several years but tillman gives me those vibes i feel like i was very encouraged by the video i saw from him earlier today at the practice facility knocking down several threes in a row i think that that's how he's going to be able to get on the floor eventually so uh, yeah it definitely was a depth piece it definitely was added insurance for sure we essentially gave him nothing to acquire both players so I love what I've seen from Brad and regard, with not really dismantling the team in order to, you know, add on to them and and you get cheap labor and and regard from from those two contracts. So, yeah, I, th- I think just from like saying first to say we face Milwaukee in the second round or conference, finals, right? I I feel like Springer would be good in that series because it gives another guy that can uh, defend you you're gonna need that against Dame and you're gonna need the six fouls <laughs> quite quite honestly so I'm here for him getting some more time. Your boy Pritchett has deliberate this year. So you know we <laughs> we give credit where it's due. Hauser I wanted off the team. So you know Ricky, Ricky that's for you bro. I'm admitting it on air. He is proving me wrong. <laughs> but I was I was very very nervous at the beginning of the year. You know, could could he be and it shook apart. So now, you know, Pritchard and Howser are the seventh and eighth men right now. Corner's probably the ninth guy. He stepped it up as as you mentioned. So he's also saying, hey, I'm not letting Tillman come in here and get my minutes. Once again, Cornet comes off very goofy, but you know, as as a player, you're competitive. And you're competitive. You want to make sure that you're giving the team your best when it's required. So I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm excited to see I I, I liked both of those moves. I just think just to limit the minutes as the regular season dwindles down, I want to see Springer and Tillman on the floor. I just do because I feel like if you're, even if it's like 10 to 12 minutes, like if we can get Tatum and Brown really just start start at five to between 29 to 32 minutes for the rest of the year, that would be ideal. Like, but the thing is Tatum want to play 38. Jalen Brown want to play 35. Like holiday wants to play 34, but it's just like, bro, like, this is not about right now. <laughs> this is about April. <laughs> this is about May. And like I said, hopefully, you know, we'll see. But like I said, I overall, I like the additions. I hope they're able to make an impact. But at the same time, if this is, if this is about next year and some guys are not there at the back of the bench, you know, guys like uh, Svih Mahal, sorry, Svih Mahalik, Mahalik, and then O'Shea Brissett, like those guys aren't there, then maybe those guys step in and fulfill the, 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 those roles. So, you know, I'm excited to see you know what they do for us in in the future, but the, I I, I want to transition into into the coach. Joe Musula has gotten a lot of flack on the show, sometimes rightfully so, but for him to be one of the quickest guys to win a hundred games, for them to be forty five and twelve this year, he looks more comfortable. So I I, I just want I want you to expand on the job that you think he's done, and you know has has he earned your respect currently, or you know do you do, are you still waiting to reserve judgment until playoff time, you know, to, to give your full synopsis or full analysis of him, I should say.
1: So as a Cowboys fan, (laughs) I have to, you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm I'm programmed not to trust regular season success anymore. It's just the way my body and brain work now. But at the same time, man, I got to say his, his, his evolution of his offense from last year to this year is so encouraging, man. With, with, you know, last year, all we talked about was how stagnant things looked and it looked like he didn't do plays. And it looked like he didn't, he didn't do these basketball mind things that we wanted him to. Like he was just kind of letting it roll and letting everything just kind of go this year. Missoula ball is real, man. That, that, that offense is real. You know, there there's, there's, there's a set play every single time down. There's cutters on every single level, which to me is is exactly what this team needs. You have you have a pick and roll at the top with with two guys that can pop, and you have a slasher coming off the edge, which which is you know deadly on this team because they literally have five guys at all times that can put the bucket in the hoop or put the ball in the hoop. You knew what I was saying. You knew. Yeah. So so you know. All these elements that he's brought, man, have, have taken this team to me to a next level. And if he trusted in the playoffs, I don't know yet. You know, like we don't know because this is definitely the first full season we've seen of Missoula running the system, running, running what he sees as the best way for this team to win. We'll see if it works in the playoffs against like the best coaches in the league and stuff. But for now, man he's definitely had more of my respect and more confidence than he did at the beginning of the season. I'm not giving him like, yeah, my full go yet. I don't think I'm there. You know, like I said, I need to see it in the playoffs for sure, but he's getting there. He's getting there for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, no, I, I think that's totally valid. I think that, you know, we, like I said, like I said, like, like I said a few moments ago, we were so far on the other side of the spectrum, especially Dave. Like, Dave was like, man, fuck this guy. He's got to go. He's uh, he's awful, da-da-da. So, you know, but the more they win, obviously the bring Ime back chants have, you know, kind of quiet right now. I think they're still on the surface because fans are just waiting for something to fall. So they're like, see, have won. We don't know that once again he's twenty five and thirty two right now with uh, with Houston, and they look a lot like how we did right before we went on that run. Last year, if you asked me, so they they still need some help down there in, in in Texas, but that's another another show for another day but yeah, I just I think it speaks to what's been around him too, right? When you add on Charles Lee when you add on Sam Cassell, you know I know ben Sullivan, Sullivan and some other guys are, have have left, but you know they put a branch trust around him that he hired. That that's helped them be successful, and you know you're always good as the parts around you. So whether that's coaching wise, or whether that's you know player wise, you know personnel, obviously. So I I think that he's done a phenomenal job. but Once again, I'm still reserving my judgment too fully for for the postseason because I want to make sure that you know, in the words of Big Daddy came, we get the job done. <laughs> like that that's that's where I I want that to be, and I want to see them hosting a the LeBron Trophy once again. I told the story when we did that show. And it's, not more, it's funny. Our, our pain was our most watched show. <laughs> our pain on here was our most watched show on here. So hopefully the next time we do a show in June, it's us it's sharing joy. And, and and all y'all that watched the, our pain better watch our joy too. Well, like I said, I, I like to really, I, you know, side note, I I want Golden State to catch fire and get back there. Once again, j Martin got in my face and said, I got four, motherfucker. That has stuck with me since June 16th, 2022. <laughs> but now I I I need it in my I need going to state to catch fire. I like I said, I, I can't like I said, we're like we're gonna talk about Sunday in a few moments, but man, I need going state back here in the finals. Like I need I need that. Like I I need that, like we need water, like badly. So I, I'm hoping that they they find a way to figure it out because I know they've been struggling, but once again, our, our coach has been good. Our players have have, have been good. And once again, life, life is good. Life is good right now. If you are a fan of sub the nation and not overreacting to every loss or win, just enjoying the process, right? <laughs> not trusting the process. That's
1: but it, man. But We're enjoying, enjoying
0: it. Enjoying the process because you know I'm sorry. You know I, I mean I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go full BK mode here. This is feeling like oh wait, <laughs> sorry. I I did say that last year. I said the year before. But this this is feeling this is feeling like oh wait like once again, they came into places most nights, and you knew, the other team had no shot. And I I, I know that sounds wild, and you know Craig if you if you clip this later, on, <laughs> and like, if I get killed for it, so be it. But it, it feels, like oh wait it does. And once again we we couldn't predict that they were going to win 08 either. But when you saw them beat certain teams the way they did, it was like oh. Okay, we have something special here. So, and they've had a few of those signature wins this season. So, I I just think, like I said, we're we're inching ever so closely, you know, to that to that banner 18, 18 goal. So, any any final words on that before we move on?
1: No, I feel like my final words will be touched on later on the show. I don't want to jump gotcha. anything. So, yeah, we got it. Well,
0: let's let's get into some players, mean, Obviously, you know, we talked briefly about Porzingis. Talked about Derek White. But I want to talk about the guy who is now considered to be an MVP candidate that might be the leader of the MVP race. And that's none other than Jason Tatum, right? Dude is, again, 27, 8, and 5 on the year. He's on the team with the best record. Once again, not just in the East, but in in the NBA. But before we get into, you know, do you want him to get the MVP? But I feel like his interviews lately, whether it's been about basketball, not basketball. He just seems to be at a different level mentally right now than he's ever been in his career. So, just speak to the maturity you've seen for him this season. And are you are you are you worried about him getting the MVP at season's
1: end? So I I just want to take. I mean I'm not going to take the full victory lap quite yet mm-hmm. because you know he he hasn't an MVP or hasn't gotten the championship yet or gotten anything like that, but. I don't know if you remember when we first started this podcast, right, Sean? Everyone was calling for Tatum's head. Everyone's like, oh, I'd rather do Brown Tatum. You know? what? Did what I think it was me and you, personally, who really were on the, like, bro, this dude is 22 years old. Do you know how much maturity you gain from the ages 22 to 25 to 27? It is astronomical, man. The more even even a dude I was watching an interview earlier today with Kyrie Irving. Even Kyrie Irving has matured to an adult and actually says adult things when he's interviewed now and actually has some kind of humility and like has these qualities that you kind of evolve into as you get older, man. Right. This is what Tatum is going through now. And honestly, to me, it feels like this dude is. Years ahead of where he should be mentally, in, in my opinion, the way he handled the Jalen Brown All Star game thing, where he had Brown take his minutes so he could get more points, like you said, the interviews about the the MVP, like he's not worried about MVP at all, man. He just wants to win his shit, right. and and to see. That mentality from a dude who, how old is he now, actually? 25, right? Okay,
0: 25? He'd yeah. be uh, 26 on a Sunday.
1: 26 on a Sunday, okay. To see that from a dude that age is, is different, man, because usually this age, you know, you look at dudes like a Devin Booker or like, I'm trying to think of other dudes, I don't know, even like a Ja Morant or like dudes like that that are clearly not, the maturity level and leadership level mm-hmm. that Jason Tatum is at. And I, I, this, this might derail a little bit, but like, I have never seen a player get held to such a high standard like this dude is, man. I, I don't know what it is, but like, if this was James Harden when he was 24 or James Harden or, or or even, like, a LeBron when he was 24, or Dwayne Wade when he was 24, and he was dropping 30 points a night with the maturity and leadership that Jason Tatum is showing. Is there, is there another player that you could think of that would be held to this kind of standard so, that, and, that wouldn't be getting this credit, like, like he isn't?
0: So, in, in this current era, no. Like, there's been other players that have, obviously. Like, obviously, LeBron was on a pedestal from day one and he's answered the bell time and time again right whether people think so or not for sure for sure but I, I think yeah in, in this current era uh, which is why when these conversations are being had about who is going to be the face Luca doesn't get the slander SGA doesn't get this slander you know I'm trying to think who else is in I said John Morant well he gets slander but he gets slander for what he did off the court you know it's you know Zion to me is those, are, that- those are the Giannis yeah, Jan, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying, Giannis. You know what I'm saying. So, you know, he he is someone that, but he's, he's also about to be thirty. So I feel like, even though you know that's not old, but I feel like you know, you know, say and all the he's guys, he's got
1: that, the ship. He's got the ship, though. He got the he's ship. Got the ship. Plans, so I think years. that's where,
0: like yeah. same, same thing with Jokers. Like Jokers, just about to be twenty nine later this year. So you know, but it's like you know, quietly, you know, I I don't see those guys being the face all the time. Once again, hell of a player, but I I don't I don't see those guys. You know, becoming those two becoming the face of the league, even though the guy doesn't label for MVPs and and championships to 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 back those claims up. But yeah, no, the 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 slander is real, and and I, and I don't know whether it's because they felt like people anointed him too early in the twenty two run, but I'm like his. I mean, we saw some of the best rookie performances in the playoffs from him at age at age nineteen. He was he, oh no, he was twenty. He was about to, he just turned twenty. So he was 20 years old, took took LeBron to game seven, they beat Philly in five. That Milwaukee series went seven, but I'm like, I remember him and Jalen Brown both at 30 in that game four on the road. So he showed from day one that when he was given a chance, he was going to be special. So I I just I don't know. What I I will say is a quick aside, what I think happens, and it wasn't every player, but you brought up Dwayne Wade, so Wade, Bird. Magic, Kobe, uh, who was his idol, a lot of those guys won early, right? And so now what happens is when now when certain guys don't win by year three, year four, you automatically get cast aside as some as some failure, as some guy that is a choke artist. And I'm like, wait a minute. Those that y'all could those that consider Michael Jordan to be the GOAT, Michael Jordan then went till he was 28. LeBron did win until he was 28. You know, once again, everyone's not going to be magic. Not going to come in and get 42 or 15 and 7 in a closeout game. It's not happening. It's not. Bird, you know, wins the next year. You're not going to win in your second year most times, and then two and three, and then go to four straight finals. That's not how this works. So we were spoiled by some people's greatness. We were. And I think that's part of it. And who knows? Maybe because they see it in him. Maybe they think he's supposed to be, Better than it was. But once again, the man had 30 average 30 last year. It was a sprain and go away from going to back to back finals. Once again, not an opinion. To me, that's a fact. You know, we had the momentum at that moment. <laughs> um, unfortunately, he gets hurt. And, you know, once again, Miami prevailed. Should have been down three on in the first place, but, you know, they had all the momentum at that moment. So that, that's kind of what I, what I see on that. But I said it all to say because I've been long winded on tonight's show. I don't care about the reckless MVP. Talk to me in June when he's holding up with Paul Pierce held up with Cedric Maxwell held. That's mm-hmm. what I want to see. Be the Finals MVP. Do that. I, then I'm, I'm like I'm good. If you're the Finals MVP, you are the best player in the world. Because the best player to always win MVP.
1: So <laughs> that's- I think I think I think what Dre. I kind of you know normally I don't I don't like what Draymond said. You, you're not being long winded. Don't worry. And you know I, I like what Draymond said about it. it was like. It's almost exactly what we were just saying, man. It's like, there's no one that, that gets the disrespect that Tatum does just because he hasn't won a ring in, in this era. It's crazy, man, how, how much of a standard he's held to. I saw a thing earlier today that was like Jimmy Butler, 2023 NBA Finals averages versus Jason Tatum's 2022 NBA Finals averages. And it was almost identical. And the quotes underneath each of them was under Jimmy Butler. It was Himmy Butler, can't get no help, man, man put the back on his team. And yep. he grew over to Jason Tatum. It's not even a top 20 player, fraud, mm-hmm. can't handle the clutch. And yep. it's like, bro, it's the same exact stats, just with two different storylines attached to them. And that's just what the public takes off on. And yep. it's, it's it's not fair to Tatum. To beat, I'm t- stealing the sign from DK to beat him over the head, beat him over the head with his own success. Yep, you know what I mean. That's 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 not fair to him, in my opinion. It just it sucks to see that happen. But yeah. I th- I think he's at least going to be top three this year, MVP. He has to, right? He's got to finish. Oh, three, I three. mean,
0: for, for sure. But I, I think about someone like someone who's in the same draft as him, Donovan Mitchell, right? Donovan Mitchell from day one because he was, he was a lottery pick as well. You know, I think he went 13th overall to the Jazz in 2017. This dude has been money from day one. He's been awesome. But doesn't it feel like Cleveland is the Utah Jazz of the East? Great defenders. Good point guard that could score. You know, obviously you had Mitchell on both teams, but, you know, he had Gobert, had Ingles. Once again, got he got Utah out the Hayward era because they didn't know who was going to play as Hayward, but he, he would play as Hayward, was better than Hayward while he was there in Utah. But it's just like, they they've been second round exits his whole career, regardless of where he's been. And once again, New York beat them last year in the first round. So he doesn't get the slander that that others get. You know, and, you know, mainly Tatum. You know, guys like Luca. You know, I mean, you know, and what? Because he's six one, so he, he gets a pass. No, he's he, he he's someone that gets you to a thirty a night, and he, he hasn't done enough to get. His team at least to a conference final, so
1: I think I, I, you know, I think Luca to me you, you, I think Luca to me is the best comparison when it comes to the mm. the, the standards that they're held to. You right because I I feel like all these other guys that we're mentioning, right? In my opinion, can't hold a flame to Jason Tatum's shoes. You know what I mean? Like, listen, Donovan Mitchell's amazing. He really is. I love Donovan Mitchell, not in the same stratosphere as Jason Tatum. Do you think so? Like, yeah, actually, I, I, no, I no, I I I agree. Right? Is, is there, he's a so, so I feel like he, he's he's in, he's he's that next tiered Tatum to me has to you can't. I think it is it is absolute blasphemy that people mention who's the next face of the league. And Luca Doncic comes out of people's mouths, and the next name isn't Jason Tatum. That's where I think he he has to be in, in this echelon of, of people at this point, because like, dude, he's had more success from day one than Luca's ever had, and it's like Luca just has this like aura of like he's the best. He's Luca. He's bro. I don't. I. Fact, in my opinion, that Jason Tatum has had a much better career so far than Luka Doncic. I don't even think it's that close, okay. man. Luca Luca is James Harden in Houston. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exact. That's that's what he is. And once again, that's okay. So he, he, uh, he's he's he, he's obviously a little better than like what like he's got I think he's yeah, got a little more of a spirit, yeah. I
0: think. <laughs> That's true. That that th- that's hard. That's a different the level. Finish. You're yeah. Right. You're, right. The like I said, the you're man, right. You're right. The man was hooping, but it's just like, right. Luke is getting thirty five a night now, right? And it's just like, dude, like, that's great that you going eighty seven. MJ, but there's nothing to show for it. Cause that's what I, that was happening too. MJ was going thirty seven a night. What, you are know
1: like, what are they? The seven seed? They're the seven seed right now, Dallas. Something like that six seed, maybe. Yeah, and they day just want seven in a row themselves just to get to that. You know,
0: that's how stacked the East is. Remember, we we grew up in the era where the sixth seed had 50 wins. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that might be the case now. We might be getting back to them days where, you know, the eighth seed might have 48 wins. <laughs> you know, which which is, I'm like, that's a great stake to be in because you shouldn't be 33 or 49 getting into the playoffs. You just shouldn't be that's a fact. You know, I, I I I never want to see that again. <laughs> unless it's us. <laughs> uh, let, nice. Unless we were that bad some year where we had to go that bad just to get in and be, be an A C. But, you know, that, that that would just be whack for the ratings overall. But, yeah. So, I I, I don't know. But, but, like I said, I, I'm, I'm sick of the slander myself. Once again, have, have I had my frustration with Tatum? Absolutely. Because, you know, there's the settling. He settles too much at times. But it's like, I feel like now they're preaching attack the mismatch, attack yes, it. Yes, he's going, yes, yes, and there's not a defender in this league, and I say this confidently, there's not a defender in this league that could slow him down, or no, well, right. let me, you, that could stop him all the time. You can slow him down a little bit, but you know, it's like I even remember that Clippers game a few months ago. He's he's killing the Clippers. And you see P.J. Tucker like, you know, throwing his hands like, oh, my God. And I'm like, look, P.J., you know, you had a nice run. You ain't do nothing with this version of Tatum, brother. Maybe a couple of years ago when he was still trying to figure it out. Not now. Not now. He's, he's giving people whatever he he wants. And, you know, it's just like the, the man special. <laughs> I know people were mad about the 19 points the other night because, you know, it fucks up the parlay. Fuck that. That was one of his better games of the season.
1: He saw that JB was cooking. Messed up my, he, messed up, he messed up my parlay. But I hey, agree I, it was one of his better games.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I'm, <laughs> hey, I'm I'm like, and I'm just like now the mess of the parlays made people give understanding slander. It's like, no, Smith's not a scrub. Like, just because you didn't get the 25 to get the $65, sorry. Like, I'm I am i am worried about the name on the front. I need them to win a championship badly. <laughs> like we've been, we've been knocking at the door. It's time to kick that motherfucker down. That's where I'm at. I don't care about no bets. Once again, I I, I like my fair share of betting too. I don't care about that. I want the name on the front to say in June, I want to hear Eddie Pelladino's voice saying, and that's the ball game. You're 2024 NBA champions. The Boston South. Like that, that's what I Want to hear? That's my parlay. That's what I want to. That that's my plus fifteen hundred. That that's that's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I need more than anything. So, I said to say, let's let's chill with the Tatum slander, because the same ones that's killing him now are going to be sucking him off. You know, pause. <laughs> come come June. <laughs> if, if, if they win, all right. <laughs> pause.
1: He saying such a great play. Oh,
0: God. I, I, I knew he could do it. I, and I'm and I'm and I'm I'm attacking everybody. That changes their stance. So, my boy Jalen, I'm talking to you. Justin, I'm talking to you. You know, my whole TD group chat that be going off. Leak, what up? I'm coming at all of y'all because y'all kill Tatum on a regular basis. So, if, if they win on in June, y'all better not be excited for shit. Don't even show up to work that day. Don't even come to the parade. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I feel, I feel like you in 2011. Remember when me and you had that back and forth. It was Vancouver Game Seven. And they had not done anything on the road. And I'm like, I was missing negative. I'm like, I, I don't know, Bobby. Like, they just, they just haven't. He was like, that's like, that's like the only time he really, like, really touched at me negative. He was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, we're. A, I am not accepting this negative bullshit, right, Sean? Get off my page. And I was like, man, I was like, hey. well, Bobby, get at me like that. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh this is I was like, you know what? You're going to win this fucking game. <laughs> and they, thankfully, you know, them them boys came through. You know speaking of them, I'm hoping they get a long run too, compared to what happened last year cuz they missed they missed up my money, not my parlay, but they missed up my money cuz they didn't go as far as as they should have in last year's playoffs. So, you know, let's just avoid Florida. Even if Florida's right behind us in the standings, let's just let's avoid them at all costs if we if we can.
1: <laughs> not to go on a beast tangent, but they're, they're looking, they're looking a little bit more like the bees of the past lately. Aren't they? They really are, man. Yeah. Really yeah.
0: Are. Yeah. 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 Quick aside. Yeah. They, they've been, they've been struggling. We'll say, you know, like I said, at the beginning of the show, we're going to get into them as well. You know, we gave you all a playoff preview. Those, last, those late,
1: oh, those late leads, bro. Do. Those late leads are killing us. I know. Nailing. that? It's, it's up to nine
0: now. Nine of them, they blown. So it's like, it's, it's, it's pathetic, but you know, once again, back, 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 to back to, back to positivity. So, I've I've said this before on this show, and I'll say it again. Once again, I didn't say it originally. I give credit to Isaiah Thomas that played for Detroit and the late great head coach Chuck Daly. They went to three straight finals in the late 80s, so 88, 89, 90. You know, if Isaiah Thomas doesn't get hurt, they're probably the only team in that era to go for a 3 peak, but that didn't happen because Isaiah Thomas got hurt. But he mentioned, I guess, when they won in 90, Chuck Daly looked around and said to every guy a the team, so Benny Johnson, Joe Dumars, James Edwards, John Sally, Dennis Raman, so on and so forth. And he said to them, oh, he asked them, "Do if, if we need one game on the road, do y'all feel that we can win it? And, you know, Isaiah Thomas tells a story, says to a man, we all said, yes, coach. We feel like if we need one game on the road, you know, we we trust each other to get the job done. So they said, okay, cool. Seating is not the most important thing. Help this. So I set that up by saying, after what we've seen, <laughs> At TD Garden in both sports last year. Do do you care about seating? And, you know, my follow-up question to that is if we if we wrap up the one seed by late March, do you want to sit for Zingas until the playoffs?
1: No, 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 no. I don't. I think it's a horrible idea. His his body type to me is not the one that you can just sit and expect to come back and not have some kind of flare up of something, you know what I mean? Like just his history and his past, man. Like I think that the way that they're using him right now is perfect. You know, with, with his efficiency rates, what they are, the way that they use him in the offense where he's not, he's not really the banger down low. You know what I mean? He's not getting beat up on a nightly basis. He's, He's up top running screens, running picks, shooting. His step-back three is so fucking awesome, man. It's so cool to see a and, seven and three guy do a step-back three. He's
0: insane. He's insane.
1: But, yeah, no, I don't... I think you can scale him back. I don't think you can sit him, though. No. You may maybe, you know, rest nights here and there. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't sit him. I, I don't trust that. I, I think you need this team firing. From day one, in those playoffs. man, I I personally wouldn't. I think you you know, like I said, you you pull all the minutes back. You kind of get into the depth a little bit more. Maybe you know, tell me, then those guys start doing something down the stretch. Once you know, we we do lock up that one seed. Knock on wood. But yeah, no, I I wouldn't. Sit up there. You can't do that. You can't do that. Yeah, I
0: think. Well, in see, yeah, no, no, I I. So I, I as as I wrote this earlier and I was, you know, we were we were met about this. I I went back and forth on this question and I thought that I had an answer. <laughs> and I'm still kinda up in the air, honestly. It looks like he's gonna get around the sixty game mark. That's what it looks like he's about to reach the season. he's at forty two right right now, which is already more than where Rob Williams played last year <laughs> and the year before. So, you know, that that's already a plus in, in that regard. The man's getting 20 a night still on limited shots so that, you know, it just speaks to his efficiency. But to answer the first question that I asked, say if they did have this mini collapse and they fell to the two seed, like I'm not worried. Like this team is also one eight in a row on the road. As I just think they go into arenas saying it doesn't matter who's in front of us. We are the team to beat, period. And I think that's a phenomenal mentality to have. Once again, there's some teams that may have some more resistance towards that than others, but I just think coming into each scenario LA like, look, you know, with twenty six to three at home, you know, really should be twenty seven and you know, twenty-seven to two, but it's a whole story story 'cause the LA loss was was, was terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> my God. Uh-huh. but I just think like I said, when you're when you're winning like that and you're that together, once again, the ball movement was great. Once again, that game in New York, yes, they were missing Randall and uh and, an and Mitchell Robinson. The way they stuck together. Even when that game got tight early on, and then just like that in the third quarter, it was, it was like this, the Thanos snap. It was like, oh, it's it's over, and and I forget, and I should have mentioned this earlier, but I just, I just, I it just, it just dawned on me. I'm almost hoping that the second quarter becomes their quarter of doom now, and not the third, because if you're keeping it close, and it's like next thing you know, you start blowing out teams in the third quarter. hey. I'm with that because I was getting nervous with this third quarter trend of them not doing what they're supposed to do. And then teams saying, well, as long as we keep it close, you know, we could take that lead on them." It's like, no, I want them to go with how they did against Chicago. Hey, did it against New York? This is coming from the break and say, okay, we're going to move the ball. We're going to take our defense up to another level. And then the game is going to be over, especially in, in, in the third quarter because teams are now getting little runs but I'm not I'm no longer sitting there saying, damn, this team's gonna come all the way back against us. I like a maybe get down to seven to eight, and I'm just like, Jewel Holiday's about to hit a corner three, and then he does. <laughs> then it's like Derrick West gonna get an A and one, then a steal, then he does. Taylor's gonna do the one, two dribble sidestep three, time time out the other team. <laughs> now the lead's back up to 15, you're like, oh my God, <laughs> they're back in control. Yeah. That's yep. what's been happening just about all year. So you are, you are the habits you build and they're building that habit. They still have moments of, you know, lax basketball, but those, are, those stretches are becoming more few and far between. So I'm grateful that we're not seeing those stretches as much and that they're starting to tighten up, playing well in the third quarter. Once again, there's still some stuff they need to work on as the regular season comes to a close, but hopefully the third quarter woes are something that are of the past, but it, it doesn't really have too much in, in, in the near future. So, yeah. That, that's just I, just, I
1: just think that the setup of this team really helps eliminate that. Like, I hate to keep going back to it, man. But like, Porzingis adds that element that takes that stagnation away. You know what I mean? Because, you know, even when he isn't on the floor, you still feel that they 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 keep things moving way more than they ever did. Like you said, there are still moments where you feel like they are about to go into hero ball, but then it, all it takes is two or three set plays, a couple slashes, and then all of a sudden you have that open man in the corner, man. Like, I've never seen a team get so many wide open corner threes than this Celtics team does. And it's, it's every single night there's at least five to six wide open corner threes happening. Which is is the best, you know, it's the most efficient three point shot out there. So, like, that's what we're looking at. And then, when when you have the best corner three point shooter
0: in in the NBA, in Drew Holiday, the man is shooting 63% from the corner. And think about this it's something he he came in from last year in Milwaukee and he was hitting 45% from corner threes last year in Milwaukee. So that's almost 20%. That's fucking insane. So just from playing with Giannis, once again, 45 is phenomenal. That That is way above league average. But, to I mean, once again, the word I used earlier, exponential. There's nothing linear about this team right now. Porzingis Agreed. Agreed. Move. Porzingis was not a linear move. Holiday was not a linear move. They have exponentially gotten better. And that's where Brad Stevens and Austin Ainge and Mike Zarin and Steve Paliuka and Win Grospec, they have strategically put this roster in place to say it is now or never. And I love that they have that type of pressure. I hope that it goes into next year, even if they win it. Go into next year. Fuck it. Go back to back if that's the case. Like, I, I want I want the dominance. I, I need I need that back. You know, I I injecting it into my veins. But yeah, that's 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 just kind of how. I, I see that. But yeah, I said when you when you had the like you said, when you had that going on, I said all five guys are, are just lethal. And I want them all to start shooting the corner threes. Cause even Jalen Brown's getting better at that too. You know?
1: For- well it's right. like if, if you if if you remember, man, that's what made that Kawhi Raptors team so deadly, you know, that they every person on the floor could draw twenty on any given night. Yes, Kawhi was the guy that made that thing move for sure, man. But you still had Van Fleet, You had Siakam. Like, you had these guys that on any given night could drop and give you 20, man. You know, and, and that's so important for a deep run into the playoffs. It's so, so, so important to have a guy when your best guys aren't giving you those 30- and 40-point nights, to have a guy like a Derek White or like a Porzingis or even like a Pritchard or a Hauser who can give you a quick 15 points, who can give you a solid, solid scoring night, man. And that, that's, that's the shit that wins you NBA championships. You're stars. You know what I mean? The guys, the guys that will pick up the load. And that's what this team has. That's what we've been begging for. And that's what they got this year.
0: Yeah, because even like I keep referring back to last year because that's just the, the sample size that we have. But, you know, you really can only trust Brogdon to have those moments off the bench last year.
1: Agreed. And
0: once again, he delivered plenty of time. So I don't, I don't want to make it seem like he didn't because he did, uh, which is why he won six men of the year. But um, now, like I said, you have Pritchard who's been consistent. You have Hauser who's now been consistent. Um, net in limited minutes has been really good. Cada and limited minutes um, has, been, has been really good. So um, they've pushed the right buttons more this year. Um, and i say it, it's, it's evident in their play. It's evident in their confidence. Um, and, it's, it's, and more importantly, it's evident in their execution. Like, they, they execute much better. And once again, Jalen Brown said the best a few days ago. This is the most disciplined team we've been on, that I've been on. Yeah. And he's been That's there eight good. years, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's really good when everyone's on the same page. You know, they've been to the conference finals, they've gotten all-star MVPs, they've been all NBA guys. It's now time to say, okay, the only thing that I need is an NBA championship. Yeah, you know, or or you know, plural or ships. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that that that's that. So wanna transition into the the standings overall in in, in the East. So obviously Southers are one, Cavs are two, Bucks are three, Knicks are four The five, Pacers are six, Miami are seven. Orlando's 8, Chicago's 9, and then to the round out the play in Atlanta's at at 10. They may dip out because of Trey Young's injury. Um he's going to be out for the next month or so, so that probably, you know, ends their season presumably. So just out of those teams I named, you know, in the first or second round, like who who would you who would you want to avoid the most and, you know, just who who do you think we would match? I mean, we match up well against most, but just like who who do you think would be the craziest matchup this year for us in the first round.
1: And I don't see any, Let me, let's read them again. Read, read me the last few again. Sorry. So from, from six, seven, six, eight,
0: six. So, okay. So five is the pace. I mean, Pacers, five is the Sixers, six is the Pacers, seven is Miami, eight is Orlando, nine is Chicago, 10 Atlanta. I mean, I guess
1: Indiana would be the toughest because they definitely have the best squad out of everyone. They have the most complete squad. Halliburton can win a game any night if you give them the chance to. The addition of Siakam was pretty big for them. I, I really like that they have him to be able to score down low now with Miles Turner. I think that's pretty. They're they're pretty dynamic now, but I don't, you know, I don't see them falling into that you know, eight seed in any way. The, 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 those eight, nine, ten, man, I don't see a team that can really get more than one against this team. I feel like anyone, if anyone does, it would be a disappointment. Obviously, the Heat are the Heat. They're always going to be scary. Anytime I see Boston versus Miami, Heat, I'm shaking in my boots a little bit. But this year feels different. I don't think that yeah, they can hang I with just, us this year. I really don't.
0: Yeah, no, and, I'm, I'm, and I'll am and I get my team in a minute, but, you know me, I always got to connect history to you know, to what's going on. It's the teacher in me, right? I mean, this, I mean, and I, and I brought this up before, but this really feels like it now even more so than last year or the year before, I should say. I, this feels like, the Heat feels like our Detroit Pistons to our, to our Bulls. And Detroit, I mean, Miami had the mental advantage against us. They were never more talented than Chicago, but they had they had the mental edge. They had the physical edge. And until Phil really caught his bearings, Chuck Daly had the, had the coaching edge, right? Early on, anyway. Obviously, you know, we know what Phil became. But early on, Chuck Daly was better than Doug Collins and, and the crew. Fine. <laughs> but we get to that 91 series, you know, in Miami and Miami or oh, Detroit. You know, Miami's beating us twice. Detroit, they beat them twice. And all of a sudden, hey, they got swept in the conference finals. Right. Ninety one conference finals. Chicago, Detroit walks off the floor in game four. And I feel like this is the first time where they finally know, oh, we're not better than them right now. We're not. And I think that is the, this is the first time I think last year they felt that way. They, they were, oh, were better the year before, even though they lost and we went to the finals. We Like, this is the first time they're looking at us like, yeah, we don't we don't have the better team. We don't have the edge like we had before, <laughs> and I think that's what's going on. And so, although I know they were able to push us to six games, at least I don't think they'd beat us in the first round. If that was the case. Obviously, anything can happen, so I'm not sitting here thinking it, it'd be automatic. It's not. But actually, the team that I was thinking of is actually the team that's right behind them, but that's the Orlando Magic. I I don't want to see them in the first round. A team that has nothing. They had nothing to lose. No no one thought they were going to be there. And they had the size, you know. Wendell Carter six eleven, you know. The Wagner brothers are both six ten or above. My yeah, child, bro. Yeah, but yeah, Ben Carroll's a problem. So Jonathan Isaac is a good wing defender. So I, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. And, you know, I, I and knowing knowing our luck, Mark Carroll, will have a revenge game. Oh, you guys picked him over me. Like I just, I just, I, I. There's so many scenarios. I'm just like, nah. I'm I'm cool. I'm actually good with I'm actually good with facing Indiana only because I feel like because they're young and aggressive, I feel like we could use that aggression against them and probably beat them in five. Like how like you said, Halliburton's good to get you one, maybe even two because he's just, he's just super talented. But I feel like it would be pure domination as good as Miles Turner is defensively. He's still five inches shorter than Porzingis, <laughs> and like I say he can bring he can take take Porzingis out the out the paint. So that that would be a different matchup, but I I just think that we have played them so many times this year, you know. I mean, we have to worry about Newtspur trying to fucking hurt somebody. Cause I just think he's fucking dangerous out there, you know. But other than that, but like I, said, Orlando's the team for me. I'm like I I do not want to see them at all because my like, I want as smooth as the first round series as possible, <laughs> and then and then move on. Because even even though they could beat Orlando in five, no. I feel like it'd be a physical five, and I'm like I, I don't I don't want that. So
1: they. I think that's a good call because you know we're like you said, we're going to relate it back to history. That's what we do here on this basketball show, bro, and it would remind me of that Hawks team in o eight that we played in that first round. I feel Why? you because exactly, yeah, exactly yep. yeah, because they're they're young, they're young, they don't know any better than to than to you know back down. And and they got that youth to him, man, like that Hawks team did. So yeah, I feel that, man. I feel that hard. I, I like that call. Well, I don't I don't like that call, but I like that.
0: Call. <laughs> yeah, well yes. Once again, I want want to be I want to be proven wrong, but like I, said, I just like I said, from what we've seen, and what happens, like I just want to make sure that it's the least resistance as 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 possible. So and then uh, before we get into the week ahead and close this out, who do you think would be the biggest start out west if we get to the finals?
1: Denver it's got to be Denver you know that Jokic and Jamal just create such a deadly dynamic duo man that you know, it's it's already proven you know what they can do and everything like that so yeah it's got it's got to be done I mean I don't see anyone else maybe maybe the Lakers because of LeBron but even them you know I think we can beat them I I, I really do even though they, they've already gotten us once this year yeah, well, no, yeah, really, we're the first one that we, me the most, we beat them. beat sure.
0: them on Christmas Day. I mean, once again, I, I, just I mean, just for the optics. I mean, obviously, Paris guy has one and only ring against the Lakers. I, w- I would love for that to be the case where we beat, you know, beat the Lakers for that. That would be great. But they have a lot of hurdles to jump to to get over that. Low key, I think it'd be juicier if it be <laughs> if it was looking and Kyrie here in the finals. That would be fucking amazing. The like- story. Storylines would be crazy for that one, but like I said, we don't have to worry about Dallas getting there either. So yeah, I mean, yeah, Den- Denver for for sure. This is an outside chance because of their their health, but I would love to see us against Phoenix. I think that'd be a phenomenal series. I think that'd be great.
1: Yeah, Agree. There'd be so much star power in that series. I yeah, so I,
0: I think I think that would, that would be awesome to see. So you know, we'll <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll see. But yeah, like Den- Denver for sure. Like I said, until someone knocks them off, you know, they're they're going to be. You know the, the the team the team to be in that in that regard. So let's let's close this out by getting into the week ahead. I'm not I'm purposely not talking about the five game road trip after the three-game homestand because I I feel that we'll be back next week and we could talk about it we'll talk about it then. But they got Philly tomorrow night. Like I said, as we recorded on Monday night. They have Dallas on on Friday night, and then they have Golden State here on on Sunday. So just. How do you see those games unfolding? And, you know, what do you want to see them work on during this homestand?
1: I don't see any reason why they wouldn't win all three. Just mm-hmm. based off of what we've seen. You know, obviously, Golden State's always just struggled. It's a little bit of a rivalry game. So I think you toss the records out. I think you toss out they're struggling. They actually look a little better yes. lately, too. They, 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 they're, play, they're playing with that swag again. And I don't know if you saw that pass by Curry behind the back where he wasn't crazy. even fucking into That was
0: crazy. Oh, yeah, sick. crazy. Great. Um,
1: Ridiculous. It just just, just like the confidence in that pass that he had, man. Like, he knew where that shit was going. And that's, that's that swag from Golden State that you got to worry about. I think people at West do have to worry about them if they get that seven or eight seed, man. One of those top seeds could could be in trouble. Early. But I don't see any reason why they, they, they shouldn't win all three games here. You know what I mean? And what I'm looking for, man, is the same thing they've been doing. I don't want them to change a goddamn thing. I want them to keep doing exactly what they've been doing because goddamn is it working. This team, this team is firing on all cylinders, man. And actually, I my mind. One thing I do want to see is, or mostly what I want to see them keep up, I guess, is the defensive intensity, man. I think that was one thing that they lost last year a little bit of, and this year they definitely seem to be ramping that back up. You'll be know, seeing a lot more, like, highlight real blocks from this squad this year. You know, a, a lot of big defensive plays that create offense on the other side, which is exactly what got them rolling two years ago. Or I guess I said, yeah, two years ago. That's what I want. I, I want to see lots of defense in the offense. Not that they haven't been doing that. I want to keep the, see that keep.
0: Yeah, no, totally valid. I, So, yeah, obviously, like, you know, we nitpick when a team is doing this well. So, yeah, defensive intensity is always going to be at the top because, you know, that, that, that has to be your identity as you enter any game, if especially any any series. But for me, it's on the offensive end. Like, I, every game, really, the rest of the year that Porzingis is in, I need him to get the ball the first five times, every game, down, down the court, every time. I like it. First five times. Because that's, that's what we to do with, K, with KG. He would set the tone. Throws him in a post, he's getting fouled. He makes the right pass out of the post, like Prozakis can do all that, right? And he shoots better than KG. <laughs> just you know, it's like it's a different game, obviously. But I mean, damn, they they both both were super efficient. Obviously, KG was efficient from the mid range, you know. KP, I think, is shooting fifty two percent himself from uh, the field and almost forty from three. So it's just like, you know, I just to me get him the ball early and often, especially against Philly and Golden State because. They're both super small. Once again, you know, Embiid, unfortunately, is still out. They don't have an answer. They don't. And like I said Philly's going to go small because they, you know, they got Buddy Hill now and, you know, Ubrey's back and, you know, Tobias Harrison's and, and so on and so forth. But Maxey is the guy you got to worry about, obviously. But I yeah. don't. Yep. You know, I don't. I just like, to me, I'm giving him the ball. And especially against Golden State. NBA. They're not going to start Brown Moody, and it's, you, you got Kaminga down there. I'm sorry. It's, it's itch. It's barbecue chicken. Should be every time. Every time we give him the ball, you know. Once again, obviously Draymond would be a better defender on him because Draymond's a smarter defender. If you're gonna put Kaminga on him, like good, good night, (laughs) good night, Irene. So, uh, to me, that's what I want to see. Feed the post. That's the reason why you brought him over here. He leads the league in post up, post up efficiency. So, let him get the ball. The first five or six down, five or six times down the court. Let JB continue to cook in the first quarter and then Tatum take, take over in the second half. So that that that's that's where I'm at. I, I want to keep seeing that. And more more I, I want to see an aggressive Drew Holiday going into the playoffs too. His last 20 games or so. I want to see him because I feel like he sacrificed the most by far you could tell. And he can easily get 20 a night. Easily. Easily. So this team is a lot more dangerous where he's getting 20. Like them games where they all have 15 or more, that's when it gets spooky. It gets real scary out here for the opponent. So I just want to see more on that because I'm I'm here for total domination. I don't want to win by three, I want to win by twenty. <laughs> and once again, that's greedy.
1: Agreed. I agree.
0: I'm greedy, but that that that's just that's just where where I'm at as we go into you know, like I said, this, this final stretch of of the season. Like I said, we'll be back next week to, you know, discuss that five game road trip, which is their last major road trip of the this, the season. So any any last words on this before we wrap up
1: no nah, man, just that it's good to be back talking seeds. You know, we'll definitely be back on here with you guys for the rest of this. You know, the stretch run. So definitely stick with us, guys, because we got a lot of Celtics breakdown over the next few months. We're really, we're really gonna get into it here over the next few months for sure. Yeah, and
0: like I said at the beginning, just remember to hit that like button and that subscribe button. You know, make sure you know you drop comments as this drops on YouTube if you're listening. <laughs> So, he's your little BK Bob Kelly on the Hollywood Restaurant Sean Canyon. Until next time, we'll see you. Peace.
1: Welcome to Sara Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a beautiful